Welcome back to the Media Pending Podcast, and we would like to wish you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and the like. We here at Media Pending celebrate Honda Days. Um, we do not endorse anybody who supports Toyota-thon, and if you celebrate that holiday, unfortunately, we're going to have to ask you to leave at this time. But for everyone who, you know... Merry Chrysler. I'm, I'm okay with that one, actually. They've, they've, they've been good to me. Um, okay. yeah, it's the Christmas season. We're here in, we're here in Santa's workshop, Jason. It, it, of a sorts. Yes, we are. Um, it, the set looks a lot better than I thought it was once we turned off the really bright, uh, photography lights. That, that would do it. Yeah. We're, we're here We're we're enjoying the holidays and we're here to talk about some, some ways that you too can enjoy the holidays through, media and you know some things that are some might say are pending yeah uh, we're feeling festive uh the first half of because we were going to record this in two parts we were going to do one in the uh in a public park but it was cold and did not look appealing so we're going to do one extended episode uh for our holiday special uh we will be going on a bit of a hiatus in december because things get crazy we're also working on a short film that's going to take up a lot of our time. But we should be back to Media Pending Podcast about, I'd say, early to mid-January, maybe. Who knows? This could be it. <laughs> no, no. The Do last, you know what your last... Yeah, I was about the, to say. The, the last, last podcast <laughs> I did didn't make it past the Christmas special. I uh, I actually listened to the Top Talks Christmas special earlier this week. Ooh, and it was interesting because... <laughs> it's interesting because um, you got to 12 episodes... That was the twelfth episode. This is yeah. episode thirteen of uh, Media Pending. I made it. We, yeah, we've we've officially surpassed your previous podcast in episode count, not duration, because you did what an hour podcast. Oh yeah, every well, I mean, it was technically it technically was eleven episodes, but we filmed one, which is still crazy to me. We filmed an episode that was three hours long. Holy crap! And so we cut it into two, like hour and a half. 15 minute kind of that is wild yeah so but yeah give us a rundown of what we're going to be talking about today in our special double length christmas episode yeah so we're going to start it off with uh christmas movies and christmas music we're going to kind of talk about the media um aspect of christmas you know content we recommend watching content that we hold dear music we recommend listening to music we don't recommend listening to and then we kind of want to go into a media depending section where we're going to talk about traditions and, you know, kind of the way that we did Christmas when growing up and things that we want to continue. Jason and I are both married, but we are without offspring or for now. Yes. And so we're kind of in that stage where, you know, all all we can do is plan. So we kind of want to talk about, you know, some things we want to carry on and do with our own families. And it, it's interesting because unlike the Halloween episode, Christmas is like my favorite holiday. It is oh, my same. favorite time of the year. I just – I love the feeling of Christmas. I love the crisp winter air, the festival of light and brotherhood at the darkest and longest nights of the year. I just so poetic. But that's how I think of it. It is yeah. so nice and I love Christmas. It is quite literally the most wonderful time of the year. It is yeah. a holly jolly season. That is what they sing about, for good reason. There's too. a couple songs where they say the words holly and jolly. And Christmas. Many. You sure about that? Yeah. 
Um, so let's see. Are we doing movies or music first? You have movies. Okay. Let's this first. So let's go into movies. And for conversation's sake, you have it broken up into different specifications of movies. For sure. You wanted to uh, go into where movies you watch every year, movies you watch most years, movies you watch infrequently, and lastly, movies you can't stand. So... Yeah, so I, whoopsies, sorry, uh, not Cranberry Sprite. We couldn't find any Cranberry Sprite, so yeah. we got Canada Dry. What do you, also, you keep saying Cranberry Sprite, it's Sprite Cranberry. That's the commercial, that's the whole thing. Want a Sprite Cranberry? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go over my every year movies first, and then I'll toss the ball to you. Because there are some Christmas movies that I just, that I just adore. They bring the Christmas spirit into my heart. And mm-hmm. I want to watch them every year. And then, then there's some that are just heavily nostalgic and I recognize that. But that's, you know, part of of Christmas, right? It is remembering yeah. yesteryear. So the movies that I want to watch every year, if I have time, are Klaus. That's one I still need to watch. I don't, Dude, you got to watch it. I think this year I'm finally going to – I don't want to say bite the bullet because it's not like it's a it's, chore. Yeah, but, it's something you want to do though, right? Like, yeah, I just – Klaus is just such a happy movie. It is 2D animated, but it's th- made to look 3D. I've seen, yeah, yeah it's just, it is a technological no, a marvel. It. The just, story is so cute. I just, ah, love it. it it's yeah. at the number one spot. If you have not seen Klaus on Netflix, watch it. It is a little hard to get into at first, but then it gets so good. Uh, a Muppet's Christmas Carol, the best adaptation of that story. I'll, I'll allow it. I Christmas Story is not really one of those movies that I'm like super. Like Christmas Carol or, or Christmas Carol. Yeah. Did you say Muppets Christmas Story or Muppets Christmas Carol? I think I said Christmas Carol. I meant to say Christmas Carol if I didn't, but we we've got it on okay. on record. Yeah. So Christmas Carol, you know Ebenezer Scrooge and all that. Yeah, um, yeah. That's a classic story. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you Muppets because I don't. It's not really one that I in, enjoy watching every year. It's it's a classic story. I feel like everyone needs to watch the movie at one point or another. Yeah. We're going to have a little bit of a tangent here. There was one year I wanted to watch as many versions of A Christmas Carol in one day as I could. Wow. <laughs> I think I did this for two years, and I, my record, I believe, was seven versions of A Christmas Carol in one day. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. like 14 hours minimum. Well, it depends because there are some that are – full-on movies and then others that are short like i counted um the mickey mouse i watched that one last year actually that one's only like 20 minutes yeah it's pretty good yeah i like it um so i watched seven versions in one day uh and the muppets christmas carol with a little bit of nostalgia in there is my favorite version you want to know something that like i i'm really like kind of forlorn about is uh i never watched the muppets growing up at all. That's a shame. Muppets Treasure Island, Muppets Haunted Mansion, Muppets... They're a national treasure. Carol. I know. I, I saw the Muppet movie with Jason Siegel. That's about it. And it and it bums me because I, I know so many people who grew up watching them and I wish that I did more because I like them. I like the Muppets. I have nothing against them. I just didn't grow up in a family that pushed those movies as hard. Yeah, we watched uh, a lot of Muppets movies, not like frequently, but we had them available. They just don't make them anymore. Not like they used to. Uh, let's see. So after a Muppets Christmas Carol, we have a Christmas story. We watch that one every. I don't like year. that one. 
Um, I recognize that there are elements of that story that haven't aged well and are paced weird. Like, I I recognize that. But this one is heavily nostalgia-based because we watch it on Christmas Eve pretty much every year. We have a a special dinner with tortellini, like, from an Italian recipe that one of my relatives brought over. Um, So we we, uh, eat tortellini, we watch a Christmas story, and then open presents and go to bed on on christmas day or christmas eve Eve, we open a present the christmas eve the pajamas and such yeah um we'll get into those with traditions later but um when i was a kid i saw just the clip of a christmas story where the kid gets his tongue stuck Ah, to the pole so good and that made me never want to watch it because as a kid (laughs) i know it's like i got my tongue stuck to a pole to a stop sign when i was a kid i was at a the bus stop in the morning and I stuck my tongue to it and it got stuck for only like you know 10 seconds or so. Like I got it off. Like it wasn't like frozen solid, but this was before that. And then afterwards I saw that clip and they like, like I don't, I don't actually know what happens in the movie, but it looks like they come with like a buzzsaw. And no, like, no, no, they don't. They call the fire department and they just, we, we see off screen, like he gets it off off screen, but it's implied that they poured hot water that's what I would think so, they would do. But as a kid, I thought it was implied that the fire department came and I thought, you know, fire departments are axes and stuff. Yeah, and no, I thought they, they like took a little saw and like tried to shave off as little of the skin as they could. Negatory. Yeah. So that part bugged me and I was like, I don't ever want to watch this movie ever again. All right. My next one is a little bit controversial. It is the Penguins of Madagascar Christmas special. I've never seen that. It It's called a Christmas caper. Um, for a while in the early 2000s and late 2000s, they did like ABC family would have special DreamWorks stuff that they like special Christmas. Yeah. I, I, the Shrek had a couple, um, Shrek had a Halloween one too. I remember watching those, mm-hmm. but I just, I love the penguins of Madagascar Christmas special. I own it on YouTube so I can watch it anywhere I want. I bought it. Uh, it is Really funny. I love it. I have one that kind of fits into that category okay. of. Do you hey, want to share it now or wait till your list? Is it on your list at all? I or? don't really have a list. Okay. But I'm so. just going to kind of ad lib. It might be on your list though. So I'll let you continue and I'll just say if you've got it. Is it a Phineas and Ferb Christmas special? It is. Because that's the next one underneath Penguins yes, Madagascar. That is my, one of my favorite Christmas specials of all time. Unironically, I think the. It's really good. I think the Phineas and Ferb Christmas special is just. I don't know. It's just. It's just really nostalgia. Nostalgic. Yeah. But, yeah. I'll Christmas eat. morning, so much fun. Down the stairs, the children run. Yeah. Someone's eating the cookies. Look what's left under the tree. Uh, next up, the Seinfeld Festivus episode. I never watched Seinfeld. I've watched a bit of Seinfeld. Not all of it, but there is a made-up holiday on December 23rd called Festivus, and we celebrate it in my household and watch the episode. What do you do for Festivus again? So, it's... Three parts. We only do two. Um, it is a Festivus feast where you invite people over and have a big meal. And then it is the airing of grievances where, quote, I've got a lot of problems with you people. And you just tell everyone what you have a grievance with them about. Is that the part you don't do? No, we do that part. We don't do the Festivus feast. Oh, you don't do the Festivus <laughs> feast? <laughs> that was the last one I was thinking you were going to cut out. I was like, a feast is so easy. No, it's just a normal dinner. We're going to have a, a a feast of sorts on Christmas Day and Christmas Eve. So, like, 
you know, three in a row is a little much. That's uh, fair. Actually, that makes more sense. And then the last one is feats of strength, uh, where in Seinfeld, it's mostly like wrestling, like mm-hmm. come over here and fight your father. Um, but what we do is like arm wrestling and uh, like pioneer stick wrestling, you know, that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So you just, you get together with your family, you're like. You drive me crazy. Now come over here and let me beat you in an arm wrestle. It's mostly like joke grievances, like just you, running gags. You should you should invite me over to your your family's festivus one year and I'll just come and just be like, Jason, I absolutely hate you. <laughs> just like your family just be like The only reason I'm working with you is because you have an iota of ambition. <laughs> That's it. I the only reason we're still friends is because I'm too much of a coward to say that I don't enjoy hanging out with you anymore. Yeah. Yikes. That would be, that would suck. That'd be a fun Festivus. It's a Festivus for the rest of us. All right. Anyway, moving on. The last one on my every year is Justice League Comfort and Joy, an episode of the Justice League animated series, hmm. which... It feels a little weird, I admit it, but it it's funny for a couple of reasons. So there's multiple storylines going on at once, and they all go over different elements of of Christmas, of kind of a festival of brotherhood, of being with loved ones, of getting the perfect gift. Um, probably my favorite joke in the entire episode is uh, Superman still thinks Santa delivers presents to his house. <laughs> And uh, his parents say, ah, Clark, it was so fun. We had to wrap his presents in lead foil so he couldn't see them. And then he's like, without breaking, he's like sipping hot chocolate. And he's like, you mean Santa wrapped them? Like, of course, Clark. <laughs> I think I've seen that. Yeah. And then he's like under the tree later holding it up. X-ray vision noise happens. Lead puts it down. Um, and then the emotional core of the episode is the Martian Manhunter, who is Joan Jones. He has never experienced Christmas and he gets brought into the Clark household and gets to experience the season of joy. And it's just lovely. It's Mm. cute. I like it a lot. It does sound fun. It is a good one. Yeah. So so those are my every year things, the things I have to watch every year. I'll say this about, we'll do lists by, by section. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll do mine next, but I'll say this about yours. That's a lot of things that you're committing to watching every year. I enjoy watching movies. I enjoy watching TV shows. But I have just not found myself with time to like commit to rewatching so many like Counterpoint, there are only two movies on there. The rest are episodes of television. That's fair. Um when I think about like my every year list, yeah. The only two things that really come to mind are Elf, and that's more of just because I always happen to yeah, watch it. I, it's it's know. not it's not one that I it's not on my every list as in like, and I, and I guess maybe this is the distinction I need to make. It's not on my list of like, this is a movie I have to watch every year. It's on my list of this is a movie I end up watching every year because okay. I'll be at my in-laws or my family's house and it'll be on a TV. That's just one that, you know, everyone's always playing. It's not one that I'm like, oh, you need to watch it every year. I think I've seen it enough times to never really want to see it again. I think Elf is okay. Um, it's on my most years list. Like if I have time, I'll get to it, but yeah. it's near the bottom of that list. Yeah. But every year I try to watch the Phineas and Ferb, um, holiday special. <sighs> Unfortunately, this is a contentious point between me and my wife, but 
Nightmare Before Christmas is on my every year list now. Not by your choice, Not though. by my choice, but because my wife has a tradition of watching it on Christmas Eve every year. That's a that's a sore point for me because yeah. I don't think there's anything. A Christmas Eve movie, though? I, I don't I don't buy that. I don't like that. No, I, I hate it. I, I'm like, there is... I don't want to get into this because if she ever sees this. Well, I listened to the Top Talks episode where you talked about this. I probably talked about it there too. Yeah, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. It is a Halloween movie in my book, and I don't – I can see why she likes it if Halloween is her favorite holiday. I can see the Nightmare Before Christmas apologists who come up and are like, it's a Christmas movie. And for all intents and purposes, it is a movie about Christmas. Christmas is in the title. Yeah. It is set around the Christmas season. The entire plot – is about Halloween is not in the movie at all. The movie starts the day after Halloween. So there is no okay. Halloween in the movie. It is all about Christmas, but it is not a cheery movie. No. There is a warm message at the end, but it is like It's a, not the it, vibes I'm looking for. No, for it is not Christmas vibes for 90%. Even the Christmas land they go to is It's it, Tim Burton. Yeah. Yeah, it's eerie. Like I, I don't like the way that Santa looks. I don't like the way the elves look. I don't like the Christmas village feels like a liminal space. <laughs> if I were to watch that in December, it would not be anywhere near Christmas. It would be like maybe early December, how it is now when yeah. it's uh, not snowy. Ex- I know it's, and that's my promise. I don't hate the movie. I think it's a fun movie. I like the movie. I, I like the, I like Tim Burton. I think it's like an iconic movie, but I don't know. Watching it, the last thing you do before you go to sleep on Christmas Eve is the very last thing I want to do. And I only, Stayed up last year and watched it with, or maybe it was two years ago, I don't know. Watching it with her because I love her and yeah. I was willing to, but no, it is far. But it's unfortunately, it's on my every year list. That's not even on my some years list. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't judge you for that. And, you know, anybody listening to this is like, ah, I like it. I think it's Christmas. Cool. That's fine. Good for you. But I don't think it's a Christmas movie. Doesn't fit the vibe, spirit of the season. I just think that you are wrong. It's a good movie for Halloween. Every year that by choice, probably Phineas and Ferb, Christmas special, and I like to try to watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Yeah, but that's in my most years list. But I don't get around to it every year. Oh, and the the Grinch. The Grinch is an every year for me. Like the it's like twenty two minutes. I think. Yeah, the nineteen sixty six version. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. at the top of my most years list. It just barely didn't quite make okay. it in. I yeah, Kate, my my wife and I watch that every year. It's good. I that's like a, it. That's another one of her movies she wants to watch on Christmas Eve every year, and I'm fine with that. The last name Ravenscroft, so cool. For that alone, it's worth watching the movie because the guy who sings uh, Mr. Grinch, his last name is Ravenscroft. Oh. That's so cool. I want that last name. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on to most years for me. Top of the list, as I mentioned, The Grinch, 1966 version. I, I, the the new one with like Benedict Cumberbatch is okay. It's my sister's like favorite version. It would be in her most years. Well, every year list. I think I was abroad when that movie came out. And it was also done by a production company that I absolutely loathe so i never planned on watching as it. far as illumination goes it's pretty good but i don't I heard think it doesn't as... follow the story at all though well i mean you, you're adapting a short children's book into a feature-length film like you had to stretch even in 1966 to make the 20 minute version yeah. um but yeah i do think the 1966 version is the best version of the grinch um that's at the top of my most years list and then under that is it's christmas charlie brown 
another key one. Oh, dang it. I, I forgot on the set. I was going to set up my little Charlie Brown Christmas tree, but I forgot to. Oh. I thought you were going to say you forgot to put your Santa hat on. I I think, like, headphones and Santa hat would look weird. I wanted headphones to put over the beanie. (laughs) I thought that would be so funny. Uh, And then underneath the Charlie Brown Christmas special is the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. That, okay. Yeah. It is very, like, late 90s, early 2000s. I'll concur. That is a very nostalgic movie for me. That is on my most years. There's a lot of, like, weird fat shaming and jokes in there, which... It's kind of weird, but it's also a late 90s, early 2000s flick. It so. is a terrifying concept. <laughs> if you, th- <laughs> yeah, if you stop and think about it for even like a second, the whole premise that like if you kill Santa, like you become him and the elves are just like cool with it. I did see because they've got a Santa Claus TV show. Yeah, they retconned some stuff. I right? saw like I saw like an article about it that like they retconned that like apparently he didn't kill Santa and it was all part of a retirement plan or something. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm fine with that, but okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird movie, but I, I like Tim Allen. Um, he doesn't do anything nowadays. I think blacklisted for being a Republican was the last I heard of him. Maybe. I don't know. He's still doing stuff on TV. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just know that, He goes into hibernation until the next Toy Story comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Then he he pops back up. But I don't know much about him. I I heard, I don't actually know why he got canceled. I just saw some articles and like a true pursuer of truth. He just read the headlines? I was, no, I was like, I like this guy, so I'm not going (laughs) to read what he did wrong because I don't want to be like, oh, my, one of my favorite Christmas movies, unwatchable, Toy Story, unwatchable. I'm going to have to speed it up because we're gonna reach 30 minutes before we even start talking about music okay um so under the santa claus we have rudolph the red-nosed reindeer the stop-motion animated one mm-hmm. uh elf we talked about that earlier uh spirited that one's pretty good it's a musical starring ryan reynolds and will ferrell it's on apple TV oh Plus. that came out last year didn't yeah it? yeah it's pretty good um we rewatched it sunday so two days ago and you know i think i found more problems in it this time but it's good it's a solid three star movie okay yeah, um, seen that. the mickey mouse christmas carol that's pretty good and that's then good one. arthur christmas should be in every year or higher up on the list arthur I, christmas is good man i watched it once i need to watch it again i think that's kind of my my goal for this year you know especially since i'm unemployed i think i'm just gonna try to watch a christmas movie every day while katie's at school and okay. i'm just home doing i nothing. look forward to watching your letterbox I need to update it. I watched Prince of Egypt for the first time oh, yesterday. That was good too. It is good. It, this is totally a side, side tangent. I'm going to do this quick. Is my TV broken or is Prince of Egypt the darkest movie I've ever watched? Uh, it might be broken. I don't remember it being that dark. Like there were like, I feel like 50% of the shots, all you could see were just the character's eyes and like mm-hmm. their faces were totally obscured in shadow. Interesting. But I looked up a scene on YouTube afterwards for comparison. I was like, no, it's pretty dark here too. Interesting. So I don't know. You might need to change the picture mode on your TV then. I might need to. Anyway, back back to the subject. Uh, okay, some years. Home Alone. I actually don't like Home Alone. I don't really either. It's too violent for me. Like, anything where you like... Anyway, I don't have I think to it's go a, into it. I don't know. I think it's a fun movie. I enjoy it, but it's not a... It's Just the family's mean to each other. Uh, like the kid should have done so many other things just to avoid the wet bandits. 
The and problem is that, like, yeah, they, they describe his family as being like, they're horrible. they're horrible. There's nothing the family does to redeem themselves. The only thing that changes is he is lonely without them. Yeah. It is a toxic relationship. I miss my abusers. No, literally. It's like, it's because he's alone and he's scared. And so he misses his family. Yeah, he's home alone. Exactly. But in the beginning, he's thrilled. And the only reason he stops being thrilled is because grown men are trying to break into his home. It's like it's one of those movies where when they reunite at the end, I'm like, I don't really feel anything. Four more on my some years list. Uh, actually, five. Santa Claus is coming to town. That stop motion. A little too oh, trippy. Foot in yeah, front yeah. Of the other. It's a little too 70s for me. Yeah. Uh, it's Patrick Stewart's version of A Christmas Carol. Solid. Mm. Pretty good. It's a wonderful life. I actually really like It's a Wonderful Life. It's just too long to be a every year commitment for me. How long is it? It's like three hours. Jeez. Polar Express. Oh, that's a, that's an like an elementary school this nostalgia. I've just got to go me. off your list is because like I, I I forgot about so many of these, but um, you're basically just. I don't think you've said anything that I don't agree <laughs> with. Okay, and then finally, the Cartoon Network classic. Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. I never seen that. You're not missing much. It's just like nostalgia, little neuron firing in the back of my brain. You know what Christmas special I do like from Cartoon Network? Now that you think of it, the Adventure Time Christmas special. That one is good for a couple of reasons. One, Finn and Jake's treehouse was always like the like the coolest place when I was a kid. I was like, man, I wish I could live in a treehouse. And the way they depicted it, it was like the ultimate like bro hangout spot and then on the christmas episode it's like snowing outside so they're just inside and they're wearing sweaters and it's always fun when cartoon characters wear different outfits than they normally do i always loved that <laughs> when I was a kid. Model yeah a and bit. so they were like wearing christmas sweaters and i was like yes but it's also the first episode that adds lore into adventure time which i know tama for instance he stopped watching Adventure Time when they added lore because he like he doesn't really like like in-depth tv really shows. he likes more like fun but he car- loves marvel but but cartoons. He likes his cartoons to just be fun. So and he's like, not a Gravity Falls enjoyer. I don't think so. No, Bruh. he just yeah. He just likes like regular show kind of. I don't actually know if he's watched regular show, but just like those kind of shows that are just like there's no consequences yeah. and every episode like starts and finishes. You can watch anytime. But the Adventure Time episode is the first episode where they start going into like the Ice King's lore and background. That's like the first time they reveal there's more to him. I'm gonna need to reset the camera here in a minute, but before I do. Tama, you need to come on the podcast and defend yourself, brother. I had two people ask to be on the podcast last night. So we've got, we, we need to get more guests. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Never before have so many known so little about a subject so big. There was a turtle by the name of... I think Christmas movies is an interesting genre because... Every year, there are Christmas movies that are made, but I feel like the quality just keeps going down in turn. Like, I don't feel like, I don't know. And one of the problems is, and it's one of the biggest problems with Christmas too, is that it is in a holiday that's for me and for a lot of people almost entirely built on nostalgia. Yeah. It is all about that feeling you had when you were a kid, mm-hmm. what you associate with it. And so for that reason, it becomes really hard to find new Christmas media as you get older, because when you experience it, you are not filled with that same. I think it can be. 
Um, I think there are some movies that are on my list just because of nostalgia, but things like Klaus, which are new, yeah. like that's that's good. I did actually really like the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I did too, but I don't think I care about Marvel enough to have it in my rotation. My problem is that I just, I, I really liked it. I like the Guardians of the Galaxy a lot. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem with that with Marvel right now is the more projects that come out, the less sensible it feels like it is to rewatch a Marvel project. Yeah. I just don't feel like it's like I'm too busy trying to watch all the new stuff. I can't be thinking about rewatching stuff I've already seen. Yeah. Like I think the only Marvel stuff that I would ever, well, not ever, but want to watch right now is like Infinity and War and Endgame just cuz they're they're really good. I yeah. quite like them. I haven't seen those since they came out, so I've I've been thinking about rewatching the first Avengers recently because I I watched it like three years ago and I just remember being like this movie feels so yeah different from what Marvel is now. I did the same thing but with Iron Man. Oh yeah, it's Iron Man does not feel like it belongs in the MCU or the first Captain America movie where he doesn't put That's on a good movie. he doesn't put on the suit until like an hour and twenty minutes into the movie. Yeah, that doesn't happen now. I think it's. It just kind of reflects the design philosophy. We're not even talking about Christmas. Yeah, right? that's okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Sorry. Christmas music. Christmas music is... I've seen some controversial opinions about this as I get older. I've seen... I don't want to talk about Marvel movies again, but... Oh, we'll just do movies in general. Okay. You, you know how like there's that trend on like Twitter and like social media where it's like six months after an insanely popular movie comes out, like people start coming out on Twitter like... Actually, yeah, across the Spider Verse wasn't that good. It's like what? But you loved it. But you were like raving about like aside complete. That's that's done. That's all I'm gonna say about it. That's how I feel like some people are with Christmas music. Where like, but it's just like overexposure. Like they've listened to it so many years in a row that they're like, oh, I hate Christmas music now. I don't. I'm not about it. I by that by not being about it, I mean I'm not about the hate. I love. I love Christmas music. I do not like modern Christmas music. I, what do you define as modern Christmas music? Any celebrity who sings a song and adds nothing to it other than they are a celebrity. So are you including people who are celebrities because they're singers? I'm talking or? about like Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, um, I guess singer celebrities. Like yeah. Celebrities who are like arguably more famous because of the popularity of their songs and not because they're actually like talented and like good. Okay. I can see that to a, a point but I like Christmas music, modern Christmas music that doesn't stray too far from the classics, right? Yeah. Like uh, Michael Bublé, for example. Mike, I still feel like that's that's older school though. That's at this point, yeah. I, when I say modern Christmas music, I'm talking about like post 2010. Okay. Like, um, I. I'm a, I'm a traditional music guy. Like even like I I enjoy a lot of classical music more than like most like modern like pop music. So like traditional music like give me Andy Williams, give me a uh, uh, Nat King Cole. Mm-hmm. Like that's the kind of like realm that I like to be in. Just a uh, Carpenters. Yeah, I think you should have a lot of that in your your playlist for sure. Your Christmas music playlist. But ooh, a lot of lamps moving. Uh, Finally, <laughs> nice. But there are. Newer versions that I like better than the old ones, like Michael Blue Buble's Christmas album, for example. I love that one. 
Uh, yeah. Echo Smith has some really good covers that sound pretty traditional, but they're just a little bit of a reimagining. My problem is I don't really like the peppy Christmas as much. I kind of like like the I like the Christmas music that you could fall asleep next to a fireplace listening to, like yeah. background music. That's kind of like that's that's my pocket that I'm like happiest. Like a uh, my favorite version of All I Want for Christmas is uh, a lo-fi remix of it. Yeah, I don't like that song. Not even the you should listen to the lo-fi remix. The lo-fi remix I, I probably really like, like it. I don't like. Let's talk, let's talk about songs you don't like for a second. I'll I'll give you a list because I I'm pretty. I like Christmas songs, but there are a couple I there don't are a like. Couple. Okay, and they follow the same pattern. All I want for Christmas is you. I don't like uh, Santa Baby. I don't like. Um, those are the ones that are coming off the top of my head. Okay, I don't really like. Um, first of all, and this is another thing where me and my wife have a huge disagreement on with a Santa Baby. I do not like the sexualization of Santa Claus. No, I think I I, I like Eartha Kitt. I think yeah. she's good, but I agree. It's not one of my favorites. And the song is fine because it's it's really it's her singing to her husband who is yeah. Santa saying, I want you to buy me all this expensive yeah, stuff it, for it, Christmas. It also just doesn't quite fit with my personal tastes no. in Christmas and vibes. I know. And it's my wife's number one favorite Christmas song of all time. What? I know. I know. And I just uh it just I, I do not like it in the slightest. It just yeah. I don't know, like uh, another one is Baby It's Cold Outside. I have really mixed feelings about that one. Depends on who's singing it. Like, and also it, it's... You can't get around the fact that it's date rapey, though. I know. When she says the answer is no, but baby, it's cold out. She said no. Okay. I know. Yeah. It, yeah, that one's... That one's controversial because um, it's, hard to, it's hard to tell context in a song, like... You don't know. You don't know the relationship between these two no. people. You don't know who they are. Like, regardless of what the subtext, regardless of the tone, because that's another thing. When you're singing, you can't really hear tone, and I don't think that tone. Like, I think that's a dangerous territory when people are like, "Well, it's the way that they say no." Maybe they don't mean it. I think that's a dangerous oh, area sure. to go into. No is no. No is no. But it's yeah. So it just makes it a complicated song. And it's not really one that's even in my playlist anyway, so I'm I'm okay either way. I think my least favorite is like my favorite things. I don't. That doesn't feel like a Christmas song. It's that, not. Isn't it like a Mary Poppins song? I don't know, but it's not a Christmas song. But they still play it around Christmas. Yeah. Like it's on the radio. It's. I don't my, know how it got in there. My issue is that my least favorite Christmas song of all time, maybe not all time, but one that I just absolutely hate. My problem is I don't know what the name is, and, I, and I'm not going to sing oh, it. Okay. I'm just going to put it out there. But when I worked at a grocery store, it was on their Christmas playlist, and um, it would play, and it was just – it drove me crazy. Um, I just have two more things to add to music because we'll need to move on pretty yeah. quick to talk about traditions. We could talk about music for a lot longer, uh, but our recording mediums will yeah. fill up too fast. Anyway. You want to talk about the Wham? I will talk about that in a minute, but like generally my Christmas music vibe, I gravitate towards like the, the cold, like winter night ones, like Carol of the Bells. Um, Mm. let's see what else, what else? There's a bunch. Well, yeah, I, I love the, I kind of like the, like the cryptic, like Christmas vibe, like the, 
I was even telling you about that song earlier, Bring a Torch, Jeanette Isabel. Like that, <laughs> that's like a total like... Yeah, yeah. The minor key, the the kind of darker feel, the wintry yes. vibe. Yeah. You want to know one that is upbeat that I do like? Sure. Katie doesn't though. Uh, Marshmallow World. I don't know this one. You don't, I don't think a lot of people do, but my dad really likes it and he plays it and it's... It just it's like it, it, it's like it like itches that spot in your brain because the guy who sings it sings it with such a funny <laughs> voice okay. that it's just like so funny. He's like, it's a marshmallow world in the winter. I like a couple novelty Christmas songs like yeah. uh, there's one that I have on my Christmas pl- playlist that's mostly nostalgia, but it's called Chiron Beta Prime. <laughs> That does not sound like a Christmas song it, at all. It, I think it originates in like a YouTube, like early YouTube guy who would do a, a song a week. Um, but it's good. I, I like it. It's mostly nostalgia. I recognize, but it's a goofy one. Nostalgia. Nostalgia is not, nostalgia is not bad. And I think nostalgia for Christmas, like you hear all the time about like people like video games and movies where they're like, you're being blinded by nostalgia. I don't think it's a bad thing to be blinded by nostalgia for Christmas. If you enjoy Christmas because of nostalgia, it doesn't matter if, well, it was better when you were younger. Hold on to that feeling. Yeah. There's no reason to not feel good. and video games too, honestly. I'll extend it to that. Like, if you enjoy something, you love it the most. Sonic because of no- Unleashed. Let's go. And because of nostalgia, hold on to that. It's not a bad feeling. Nostalgia can be a good thing. I think so many people nowadays are like, you're blinded by nostalgia. I will happily, <laughs> I would happily be blinded by nostalgia for Christmas for the rest of my life if it means I get to keep enjoying it. I enjoy nostalgia. I don't want to be some bitter old person like, oh, it's a, it's a commercialized holiday about spending money. Yeah. All right. Last thing about music before we move on. Um, An Englishman recently taught me a game, shout out to you, Nicholas, called the Wham Game, where the objective is to go all of December without hearing that Christmas song by Wham. I thought you were going to say the game is to go all of December without listening to Christmas music. No, no, no. Just the one song by Wham. What's the song called? (laughs) <laughs> okay. it's not december yet so i could no, play no. it uh so the the song is um last christmas i gave you my heart the very next day you gave it away that song, oh that's the song that's the song that's another one i don't like the objective is to avoid that song all of december that is the wham game that was taught to me by the englishman nicholas so people at home participate let's see how long you can go without hearing that song by Wham, which I will not name. Except you already did name it. I did, but it's also not quite December for us yet. But for those listening, do you now, lose if you name it? No, but you, you, you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to conjure it into being. <laughs> just like, con- you're like Katie. She's all. She's so like. I don't want to. I don't want to manifest that. It's no, like, no. We, we it's mostly talk. that I don't actually know what the name of the song is. Is it Last Christmas or is it? I don't know. You know, I actually don't. I don't know. know so I'm just trying to feign. <laughs> Yeah, I, my knowledge. No, that's that's fair. I don't like that song. Yeah, it's so hard to avoid songs though. If you go to a mall, you're at the mercy. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I don't work at a grocery store anymore, or else this game would be impossible. That's true. That makes it easier to play. Yeah. All right. All right. Time to talk about traditions. <laughs> traditions for Christmas. Traditions. Traditions. Um, I have a lot. My family does a lot for Christmas, all December, actually. My family 
used to do a lot. It, my family's in that sad stage right now where there's only one child living at home. Yeah. And so some of the traditions are starting to fall by the wayside, but we're doing all we can to keep them. But it's like, it's just one of those parts about growing up. And I still do them at my place too. I try and keep them going myself. And they still do some of them, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into them and we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, so probably my favorite one and one I think is kind of unique is my mom has a binder, uh, like a Christmas binder full of short stories. And every night in December, we would come together as a family and she would read one of these stories. And then we would, uh, flip our little advent calendar that has a, a little rhyme for every day. And, um, uh, we would do that every year, every night. Dude, I'm going to be honest. Christmas is one of the only reasons I want to have kids right now. <laughs> like, I want to, I want, like, there's so many traditions that, like, I'm just not unemployed. <sighs> I know. That I'm just not really willing to do, like, by myself. And, like, it's not even really that it's not as good with yourself. It's just, like, things are just so much better when you have, like, a starry-eyed child to, like, expose oh, yeah. it to and be, like, Christmas. And they can just be, like... You get to live vicariously through them. Enjoying yes, this for the first I am time. going to go so hard for Christmas when I have kids. But oh, yeah. that's that's super fun. I think the the most unique tradition we had in our family because there's a lot of traditions I feel like kind of sprinkle through families, but then there's also like a couple that are like pretty unique to a family. Mm-hmm. I think ours is uh, it originated with my with my mom's family because her maiden name was Doman. So they did this tradition called Noman Doman. Okay, where <laughs> It was kind of like a, so it was a secret Santa-esque uh, tradition where on the 12th of December, you would draw names out of a cup and the person's name you got was your secret Santa. And so on the 12th day, so on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. you would make a gift of self for them and it wouldn't, it's not like something you get with money. So like, let's say you wanted a Wii U for Christmas. Which I did. Which you did. I wouldn't be able to get that for you as my gift of self because that's a, you know, it's a monetary purchase. It's not it's like gift of self for, for example, like my dad made this like binder of like cheap dating ideas and like, and it's like some of them are pretty funny. There's like a jump rope date. <laughs> and then like okay. the, the subtitles like, actually that's a horrible idea. <laughs> Don't do that. But, um, my brother made like a wooden box for my mom and like, uh, like wood burnt, like an orca whale into it. So like, just like gifts like from the heart that okay. like you worked on. Um, I did like a Photoshop collage for my brother one year. So that's the end of it. But then the reason it's called Gnome and Domen is you're probably wondering because there's nothing to do with gnomes so far. Yeah. Um, each of the 12 days leading up to Christmas, you do the you do like acts of service. Okay. For the person that you. And you like leave a gnome. Yeah. We had these little like gnomes. And so like you would make their bed or you would like leave some food out or. You would just do something. I, I can't remember what they all were. Like you'd leave candy out or. When did gnomes become associated with Christmas? Because I like, don't know, but I love it. I love gnomes and Katie hates. It. I don't this get episode it. Man. Is just me saying I love this and my wife hates. Well, I don't like it either. I you think don't it, like gnomes. I just don't know why. Like where did it come from? I just noticed I, them everywhere. Like I know a year what, or two ago. You know, the reason that gnomes are associated with Christmas is because. Red caps are confused for Santa hats and they have white beards right. sometimes. So I think it's really easy because they fit the aesthetic. All right. They have nothing to do with it, but they fit the aesthetic. And I'm okay with it. I like gnomes. And my mom's family is obsessed with gnomes. That's All right. Gnome and Doman. Yeah. 
but you would leave like the and also most of them weren't even gnomes they were like little like christmas elves okay but, um elf on the shelf not doing it no hate elf on the shelf you know i i didn't know before that um elf on the shelf is a recent thing the way that it's marketed and the way that like the packaging yeah. is and the way the elf looks i thought this was some like tradition i'm honored tradition from like the 80s that like my family just didn't do and i was talking to to my wife and she was like oh no like it, they, it like came out in like 2010 and i was like what yeah we're not yeah we're not doing that i don't i don't like it what i do like is my wife's family did this we never did it but i want to do this is santa tracker oh yeah you know I, about santa tracker I, yeah my brother he does it every day i look at it occasionally because it's just fun google does a new thing Oh, are you, are we doing different Santa trackers? No. Are you doing the Nora Santa tracker? The no NORAD? I think that is the one. Okay. That my wife just, I haven't done it before. I don't know anything about it. I recommend Google Santa tracker because they do okay. like an advent calendar thing for every day okay. of December. They do a game. Okay. Because I was going to say the Santa tracker that I, I wasn't aware that they did things before the 24th. I just knew that the Santa tracker goes active. It's cool. on the 24th and it shows like where he is in the world. Yeah. And I was talking to Katie about that. I was like, I don't know if I want to do that because like, it's like, what if like he's like over our house and she's like, oh no, like they schedule. So he yeah. like shows up at like 4 a.m. Like everywhere he goes. I'm like, okay, that's nice. But Santa Tracker is cool. I love it. Yeah. That's one I want to carry on. Um, tradition that my family did that I want to um, do is waiting on the stairs on Christmas morning. Okay. And then we have... Um, uh, the same song we play every year, which is Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. Okay. I believe. That's the one. You, you know what I'm talking about. The one that comes in with the. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. It's the most. Yeah, yeah. I got you. That is the most hyped Christmas <laughs> song. Like, because there's a, there's a lot of good Christmas songs, but they don't all start with no. a bang. When you're sitting there tense in silence and you hear the. Bam, like. Even to this day, when I hear that song come on the radio, like I get like giddy, I get like a jolt of adrenaline, like nice every time. I love that. I'm definitely gonna. It's the best song to do it for, and it's like you hear it, and that's your signal to just start running. And it's so one of the funny things about that song, and about that tradition is that when we were little, it was painful because, you know, we would be on the stairs, my parents would get up, they would have to set up the camera, they'd have yeah. to set up the lights. It would take like 10, 15 minutes. We're waiting there. I'm gonna be like people are not going to tolerate me at Christmas because I'm a film guy. No, I'm yeah, I'm hoping to do the same. But what I'm saying is nowadays with iPhone, yeah, like my, my parents just get out and then they get the iPhone ready and like it's like, oh, we're we're already going. Like, okay. Yeah. Um we do an order. Uh so we don't have a Christmas song that plays. My parents just say, All right, come on down. Uh and how it used to be was it was oldest to youngest because oh that sounds painful um it is now i enjoyed <laughs> it when i was younger but like i oh because you were the oldest yeah yeah <laughs> of so course I, you enjoyed it i enjoyed it and my <laughs> siblings don't seem to mind it and now they actively <laughs> campaign for it so like i've been married for almost th three years now it'll be three years for us this may dang i know but we've been <laughs> three years for us was it like we were married listeners for context we got married a, a, a week apart a week apart yeah so I, didn't, I was I at his wedding but I he wasn't, wasn't at his because i was in belize um mm -hmm. anyway 
Uh, so we're, we're home for Christmas now, Corinne and I here because we do like my family does stuff earlier in the morning than hers. And I'm like, that sounds nice. Yeah. Also, uh, your families are close. Yeah, they are. They're I, like 10 I, minutes away. We'll talk about this in a bit. I hate splitting Christmas. Back to you. Yeah. Um, so I've tried to get them to, you know, just exclude me from the line or at least have me go last because my parents still have a, a Santa gift for like me and Corinne down there. But I don't live here. I am an, a married adult. My little brother who still lives here should go first, but nobody will hear it. <laughs> I am forced to go first. It's a really interesting tradition, and it brings me into my next point, which is another thing about one of the interesting things about being married is that clash of traditions and finding out what you want to keep. And My family take. does way more. Oh, my family does way more than Katie's too, but there are some she wants to do. One of the biggest differences between mine and Katie's family is not really so much tradition, but it is my next point, which is patience or lack thereof. Okay. Because you were talking about how your family would go down one at a time. That would absolutely not fly in Katie's family, which is one of the things I don't love about the way they do Christmas is that it is a free for all. They go downstairs and they are they can open whatever really? presents. There's not an order They're or anything. Done in 30 minutes. And That's sad. And Katie's like, we're not gonna wait. Because the way my family does it, we we kind of do best of both worlds. Okay. Our Santa gifts, I don't know how you do it. Our Santa gifts aren't wrapped. Ours aren't either. Okay. So when we go downstairs and we all go down, we don't do one at a time. We go in order, but we all go at once. So like I'm at the front, then my sister, oh, then my brother. Okay. I wish you would have specified that. I was Yeah. Sorry. Because I, I thought it was like, you go down, open no, no, your no, presents, no, no. and they're here, and you go, whoa, no. a wee. <laughs> no, that defeats the purpose. Okay. I, I think I see where you're going with this, because I love to see the reactions of my family members yes. to what they get and what that's I a, give that's them. That's exactly where I'm going. And, um, But Santa gifts, you get the best of both worlds, because you get down there, and you get hit with that, like, you know, just overload of, like, whoa, I, I can't process how much stuff... When I when I got a switch for Christmas, I didn't even realize it at first because it was like it was like being used to support the rest of the gifts the okay. box was. And then I was like, oh, what the? Yeah. And it was so exciting. And Katie, Katie's family wraps the Santa gifts. Mm -hmm. She wants to wrap Santa gifts for our kids. I'm fine to let her do that because she really enjoys okay. wrapping gifts for some reason. It's not how I would do it, but that's one of the compromises I'm willing to make. Alrighty. But the one compromise I'm not willing to make is uh, kids open gifts in turn. Yeah. They take turns opening gifts. Her family, no. They all open their gifts one at a time. I think that is, and she disagrees with me on this, but I think that once we have kids on our own, she will change her mind because when you are the one buying those gifts, you want to see their reaction of to course. it. You don't want to turn around and be like, oh, did you see what Santa gave you? Like, oh, the new iPhone? Yeah, I opened that first. Like, oh, Okay. It also makes it a lot harder to record. Like my dad, mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a couple of years behind, but he would usually edit together a Christmas video. Kids will be taking turns. And it's not even just because the selfish parent reason of you want to see them react to what you got. I think that's a very important lesson in patience. Like, I think that like. I think it just adds to like the, the sentimentality of it because mm -hmm. it, it also lets you experience a little bit of empathy as well. Cause you get to see how exactly. excited they are at this gift they receive. And that's, and Christmas is not about getting gifts. It is about being together. It's about spending time. 
You know, everyone says it's more about giving. As a kid, you will say that. You will repeat it if you hear, like, yeah. Christmas is more about giving. When you're a kid, all you care about is getting the presents. Like, let's be real. That's what you're most excited for. But I think it is important, and it does teach it does teach empathy and patience. And I think if you just let your kids run wild and just open, like, I don't know. That's just my... Yeah. Um, my family will do a drive uh, through the city's Christmas lights display. We'll bring hot chocolate and we'll bring We like, used to drive around oranges. and look at Christmas lights. We don't... That's another one of those things that now that all my siblings are gone, we don't do, but... Yeah. Um, Christmas lights... This is something Corinne and I disagree on a little bit. Hmm. I I like all Christmas lights. I want to put that out there. But I also have a soft spot for the multicolor lights. Um, Corinne is like warm white light only. Mostly because blue LEDs and blue lights, like her eyes don't like them. I'm on Corinne's side on this apparently. White and red lights. I'll do, I like Yeah, white. she likes those too. Multicolored for this setup right now, I love the vibe. That Christmas tree right there, that's eh, it's okay. Our Christmas tree we have right now is multicolored. I don't love it. I I don't know. I I think that multicolored lights can serve a purpose in some instances as like a decoration mm -hmm. for a Christmas tree and for a house. Multicolored or bottom tier for me. Okay. Any other traditions you want to talk about? We've got two minutes. Yeah. Um, for Christmas Eve, my family does Feast of the Seven Fishes. So we make salmon, clam chowder, uh, seared scallops, fried oysters, um, uh, cocktail shrimp. Um, I think we're doing crab cakes. And this year we're going to try calamari rings. Oh. So that's the seven. That'll be nice. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. We do, as I mentioned, tortellini. Yeah. And then we open pajamas in a book usually. That's fun. I, I don't ever want to be the family that just does Thanksgiving part two for Christmas, mm. you know? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't I don't like the roast ham aesthetic for I, Christmas. My grandma makes a good ham. I've got a, a soft spot for it. But, like, ham is associated with Christmas for me and not Thanksgiving. Turkey's Thanksgiving for me. Okay. But, um, yeah. well... We are unfortunately out of time. I could talk about Christmas for a lot longer. Um, but thank you, listener. We appreciate the, like, four of you that we have consistently. We're two of them. <laughs> um, well, I know my aunt listens. Oh, she's in Taiwan. Sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. But, yeah, thank you so much for listening to our podcast and uh, enjoying this kind of cozy season. Um, we appreciate you and hope you have a wonderful holiday. Anything you want to add, Aiden, about Christmas? Just have a Merry Christmas and Christmas is better than all the other holidays. Oh, I agree. It's my favorite. Uh, we wish you a very Merry Christmas. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on Spotify. We will be back in January. Uh, it's just December and it's going to be busy. Yep. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much. Merry Christmas and farewell. Merry Christmas.